Yeah, I reckon I found my baby. I was looking for laundry detergent and I spotted her pretty early on up on the top shelf. No fancy sale. You know, label, but just uh, easy six ninety nine. Molto bene. Welcome, bienvenidos, bienvenu, to the new Painting Pictures podcast. Well, this is a new episode. It's it's not new. It's the same old podcast. And I'm the same old guy hosting it, Gabriel Roberts. I'm in Paonia, Colorado, in the second week of my residency here at the Elsewhere Studios. I want to tell you a little story today about peonies, which I think is appropriate because this town is named after the peony. Well, I was in the park. I was in the park. I was sitting under the trees. I was at a picnic table. I was working on this very podcast. And I had with me the remnants of a stuffed breadstick that I'd purchased this morning from the next door bakery slash cafe called the flying fork look out (laughs) Ah, it's a flying fork Ah, hey oh look out yes the flying fork they are a bakery and an italian cafe put the two together and you get some pretty dank um stuffed breadsticks this is my first time there uh well buying breakfast stuff i i was off today to to go get my tire fixed and do some shopping in the next town called hotchkiss and uh, i wanted to i was just excited about getting out of town and getting my tire fixed and i wanted to just go all out and buy myself a pastry and a cup of coffee so i did and it was great anyway in the park this afternoon i was eating the the remnants of this pastry it was a very greasy little number because it was stuffed with cheese and Italian sausage. And it was baked, um, for those of you that like it, not totally baked. And I must admit I'm one of those. One of those that likes a little bit of gooey goo in my baked goods, if you know what I'm saying. So I was munching on that, and it had come in a paper bag. You know, your standard lunch bag, paper bag that gets all greasy on the outside. Grease stains all over from the cheese and the sausage. Well, I finished it. Um, the paper bag fluttered off down next to the bicycle I'd ridden. And um, then I finished what I had to do on the podcast. And I decided to, well, I got up to throw away the, the, the little bit of paper that the breadstick had been wrapped in. And so that brought me to the edge of the park, which is lined with peonies, which is the namesake of this town, Paonia. 
And I decided to pick a couple because there are hundreds of them. And with peonies, you know, the blossoms are so big that they fall over. And it sometimes, I think, is helpful to pluck off some of the heavy ones. I was very careful only to pluck peonies that had already opened and that didn't have any tiny little buds on them that I was going to uh, destroy. And so I plucked three or four. I felt a little bit furtive, but figured, hey, you know, I complete ignorance. I'm not doing anything that bad. And then I go back and I, I, I pack up my belongings, my computer and my water bottle and my backpack. And in the, the egg crate on the front of my bicycle, stay with me, folks. Stay with me. Okay. Stay with me. This is going somewhere. In the egg crate, I had my laundry because I had intended to go do laundry. But wouldn't you know, the laundromat is closed Wednesdays only. And of course, I show up on a Wednesday. So I had in there my laundry and laundry detergent. I picked up the paper bag, and for some reason, I put the peonies in the paper bag, even though they were a little too long to really fit. Um, But I thought, you know, this might be a good way to sort of conceal them from anybody that might, you know, come down on me for stealing peonies from the park. But they didn't really fit in. And then I thought about the grease on the outside of the bag, and is that really what I want to be putting on my laundry? But I went ahead and did it anyway, and I set the peonies in the paper bag on the laundry and I began to make my way out of the park swerving this way and that because with the laundry and the detergent on the front of the bike this big old cruiser bike it's very topsy-turvy wivy wavy wibbly wobbly this way and that I went got out onto the street almost got killed by a truck because the brakes aren't very good and I just was paying too much attention to my peonies bouncing around and then like slowly starting to make their way out of the egg crate as I went over the rough roads and I kept having to stuff them back into the bag and finally made my way back to the elsewhere studios, made the turn into the drive and hit a pretty good bump and the peonies went flying out of the paper bag all over the place. A couple landed like on my foot on the pedal. So I slowed down and didn't crush them and carefully got off and said, oh, peonies and gathered them up and gathered up the greasy paper bag, looked at my laundry, and sure enough, there were some grease stains <laughs> on the top few clothes. What do you know, huh? Who would have thunk grease stains from a greasy paper bag? I mean, these sort of things, you know, they go through my mind, and then it's like I just I don't, I don't follow through on that thought because I'm... I'm lazy or I just expect sort of this general uh, chaos of the universe to work in my favor so these things that I predict won't actually happen. But it turns out they generally do. Like a greasy bag on your laundry is, is apt to put grease stains on your laundry. Well, now I have the beautiful peonies here to look at. And I'm just going to have to take those couple items and wash them with dish soap this afternoon and then go do laundry tomorrow. So on with the podcast. Um, quick updates. I'm here. Uh, I'm painting. I am loving Paonia. Everybody's so friendly. I've made some new friends and I've been able to play some soccer. And tonight I'm going to get to play some Frisbee. 
And the World Cup is coming soon, so I'm excited about getting to watch some of those games. I have worked on a larger painting um, from memory of all the little paintings I've been doing. I've basically been going up to this ditch spot every morning to paint and have made a number of small paintings. And so this one is bigger, and it's done from memory, and it looks really different than other paintings. So I'm excited about that. And today I'm feeling good, guys. I, I wore myself out with a couple of days of soccer at you know 5,000 feet, sprinting around. It takes a little bit of a toll. So yesterday I was just kind of lying around. I watched an episode of House of Cards, like drew the curtains and curled up in my bed at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon when it was all sunny out and just like, watch. I'm going to watch House of Cards. It didn't make me feel very good about myself, but... I did my best to enjoy it. And today I'm taking care of business. I got out of town. I bought some groceries. That little thing you heard in the, mor- in the beginning of the podcast was me finding the laundry detergent that I was meant to buy. I'm just going to play it for you one more time. Yeah, I reckon I found my baby. I was looking for laundry detergent and I spotted her pretty early on up on the top shelf. No fancy sale label, but just uh, easy six ninety nine. As you can tell, I had a really good time at the grocery store. Just popping around, finding this, finding that, some peaches, uh, a tiny little thing of vanilla extract so I can make chocolate chip cookies. It just felt good to get out of um, get out of town. I've been fretting over the car and. I think the starter's going bad. And so I've kind of this whole last week was just like stayed here, went up and painted to the same place. And finally today got out, got my tire fixed and just felt really good to be on the road and see some new sights. And I'm excited about um, starting some new, some new paintings, a new big painting. Anyway, it's great. It's just great guys. Um, Wish, wish you were here. Wish you were here to uh, share it with me, but what can I say? Um, it's a small town with a big heart. <laughs> Paonia, it's a small town with a with a lot of culture. A lot of culture. That's really what it is. It's got some real culture. And I think a lot of small towns don't. They're just kind of shite holes, <laughs> and they're sad. This place is not sad, and I think it has something to do with all the open air. Okay. Details. Um, website, GabeRobertsArt.com. Uh, go to the blog there. I'm going to post an excerpt from a post I made on the Elsewhere Studios blog. It's super emotional, and I wrote it high on coffee. But it talks a little bit about my opening week here. The email address for the podcast is GabeRobertsArt at gmail.com. I welcome your suggestions. Again, tell me about your dreams. I I really think um I really think that it'd be fun for you to tell me about your dreams. You can just make up dreams if you want. If you don't, you know, want me to know your real dreams, just make something up. Email it to me and I'll read it out loud on the podcast. Okay? That'll be fun. Um I'm lining up guests for this podcast, so while we are about to embark on another little solo hodgepodge journey, I've got some real interesting 
artists, guests, small town people who um, are going to lend their voices to painting pictures in the coming weeks. What else? There's a new background up on the website for June, if you didn't already see that. Ah, gosh, I guess that's about it. So this podcast, our sponsor is The Filling Station. Um, The Filling Station where there's no gum, just gas. Uh, so thank you to the filling station for sponsoring the ad folks enjoy the podcast okay just just enjoy it and i hope you're well wherever you are i hope summertime's treating you well it's not too hot it's not too cold um i hope you're putting lemon in your water i hope you're buying flowers or stealing flowers from your local park i hope you're petting kittens um and dogs and uh, I hope you're not beating yourself up if you're masturbating. Okay, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay, it was just on House of Cards. I mean, Kevin Spacey didn't masturbate, but he was looking at porn. So if Kevin Spacey can do it, you can do it just fine. All right. Thanks for all of the uh, support and positive vibes y'all have been sending my way. Uh, all right, on with the podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Welcome to the filling station, where we sell high-quality gasoline and diesel fuel for the serious traveler. At the filling station, there's no gum, just gas. Teeth, 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 brushing, flossing, things we do every day. I just want to share a few thoughts with you that uh, have come up around the subject of teeth brushing for me. One is that I often find um, a little dribble of, of toothpaste water comes out down my chin and dribbles down and stains my clothes. Has this ever happened to you? And if you get you know a wet towel right away and get at that, uh, you can generally get the stain out. And of course, it's not a stain. You could leave that on your clothes for a week, run them through a good wash cycle, and they'll come out clean. But it does leave a white, chalky film on your clothes. It just is not a good look. And this always happens to me when I'm wandering around the house brushing my teeth. It's never happened to me um, when I've been standing in place brushing my teeth over the sink like a normal person. I'm kind of a wanderer, I guess, when it comes to brushing my teeth. It's a good time to think. I like to walk around and look at pictures in the house. Uh, I'm in this new house right now, and it's kind of entertaining to look at all the things on the wall. So I just brush my teeth and kind of clomp around the house. And um, and then I feel like a real idiot when <laughs> I spill toothpaste goop out of my mouth and it dribbles down and, and, and runs over my clothes. The other time it happens is when I'm checking myself out in the mirror while I brush my teeth. And I'm really, I'm turning one way. I'm, I don't know, really carefully examining myself in the mirror and whoop, dribble, dribble, dribble. Down it goes onto my shirt. 
So I guess uh, if I really want to avoid this, I, I need to stay on task when it comes time to brush my teeth and just stand there over the sink, you know, two minutes. Two minutes is not that long to stand there. I suppose I could probably uh, I could probably handle that, and then I, I wouldn't risk getting those little filmy, milky stains on my clothings. Also, uh, thoughts around brushing teeth is that the bathroom is inside the house, and I'm in this little cottage off the back of the house. So brushing my teeth is a little bit of a, you know, you got to get into the house and walk into the bathroom and and do it. So I, I find that I haven't been doing it as regularly. I'm a little bit thrown off. For example, yesterday I didn't brush my teeth all day because I kept thinking, well, in the morning I was kind of in a hurry to get out. So I just didn't do it because I brought my breakfast with me to go out and paint. And then... The rest of the day, I kept thinking that I was about to make like a serious meal. It was a very discombobulated day, and I bounced around a lot. And uh, around 4 o'clock, I finally made like the big solid meal that I had been envisioning all day. It was delicious. I had some leftover sautéed ground beef with cilantro and fajita seasoning and some lemon cilantro rice. Heated that up and then did those scrumptious greens, curly kale, fried kind of at a high heat so you get a little bit of browning. Raisins, oh, garlic to start, of course, and then raisins and then lemon juice and soy sauce. My God, that's a real good dish, guys. It's a real good dish. If you're getting tired of the way your greens are tasting, if you're getting tired of the same old greens over and over and over again, get a little garlic going. I don't know where I dropped garlic. It used to be an integral part of every green that I cooked. Recently, I've forgotten about it, but now I'm back on, and garlic is going in every saute. Anyway, that all went into a tortilla. I have these... uh, like par-baked tortillas from Guerrero. So you can bust them out and put them on the skillet, heat them up, and you're just like at Abuelita's house with the fresh-made tortillas. Of course, a little bit of queso. No salsa, but it was really good. Anyway, so I had my, my big meal. and After that, I went and I brushed my teeth. Not only did I brush, I flossed my teeth and brushed my teeth. thought, finally, you know, I've eaten... I brushed my teeth. I flossed my teeth. And then uh, about five minutes later, I'm cleaning up the kitchen. And I got a hankering for sweets. And I think I finished my cookies that my mom packed for me. And I finished a bar of chocolate that I brought. And so I thought I was out of sweets. And I was putting away the olive oil in the cabinet. And I found, what did I find? What did I find? A little bag of dark chocolate-covered almonds. Oh, from Trader Joe's, also packed by my sweet mama. And so I rejoiced and I tore them open (laughs) and crammed three or four of them in my mouth. And I felt sort of silly because I had just brushed my teeth. Finally, for the first time that day, they were all clean. And five minutes later, I'm loading up a big mouthful of sugary nuts crunching down. And I didn't brush my teeth again the rest of the day because I said, God damn it, I've been thinking about brushing my teeth so much today. I've already spoiled it. I'm just going to forget brushing my teeth for the rest of the day. I did floss before I went to bed.
Anyway, those are, those are some thoughts about teeth. At the filling station, we sell high-octane gasoline of the 85, 87, 89 varieties, as well as diesel fuel. At the filling station, we do not sell chewing gum, because the serious traveler doesn't spend money on gum that he might spend on gasoline. At the filling station, there's no gum, just gas. Coming at you with a pro tip. Pro tip. It's a pro tip. Have you ever gone to brush your teeth and put the little pea-sized amount of toothpaste, or maybe you use a, a larger, maybe like a, a medium-sized slug sized of toothpaste on your brush? And then you run it under cold water because you just want that little bit of moisture on your toothbrush if you're going to go ahead and brush your teeth. And so, of course, you turn on the cold water full blast to really get that toothbrush wet. And what happens? Your little pea of toothpaste goes tumbling off onto the sink. And even worse, irrecoverably. You can't recover it because it goes down the sink. If it lands on the side of the sink and you're like me, you just scoop it up with the toothbrush and start brushing. But how dumb do you feel when you've just hosed your pea-sized bit of toothpaste off of your brush and you have to get more because you just needed those couple drops of moisture? I mean, how much moisture do you really need on your toothbrush? Not a lot. So I'm here today with a pro tip, and that is to get your toothbrush wet before you put the toothpaste on it. I know, it's revolutionary. I don't know how I came up with this, but here's what you do. You take your toothbrush, and before you put the toothpaste on it, you run the toothbrush under water. You can run it under as much water pressure as you want. As long as you hang on to that toothbrush good and hard, you're not going to lose it. Then go ahead and put the toothpaste on on the brush that's moistened by the running water and proceed to brush. And you might think, well, don't I need droplets of moisture on the toothpaste itself? No. Once you start brushing, I guarantee you won't notice it. You'll have a great brushing experience, just the right amount of moisture, and you'll never lose your toothpaste down the drain again. At the filling station, we do not carry candy, chewing gum, or any kind of potato chip sundries that you might use to have yourself a party in the car. At the filling station, we believe that driving across this great country is a serious endeavor that ought to be endeavored with great seriousness. That's why at the filling station, we do not sell chewing gum, because your car does not run on chews. Your car runs on gasoline, and that's what you'll find at the filling station. No gum, just gas.
Are you feeling inspired by that beautiful little trumpet noise melody? Well, here's some more inspirational news for you. You may recall a couple weeks back, maybe as much as a month ago, I complained about a very pressing issue in my bladder. I talked about how, after years of being able to pee only when I absolutely wanted to, and having no pain in my penile area, I suddenly was afflicted with this terrible, uncontrollable need to empty my bladder suddenly that would come upon me at the most inopportune moments. I was concerned that my bladder was shrinking and that my prostate was enlarging. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you that I've cured myself. And the answer, I believe, lies in green tea. And more specifically, no more coffee. Well, I did just drink a large cup of coffee this morning, but I haven't been brewing coffee on a daily basis. I've been in Paonia, Colorado for, oh gosh, 10 days now. And I've only had coffee, well, three days, three of those days. And one of those days was a, was a, was a twice a day, was a double dose, a double dip. And I couldn't get to sleep that night. But generally, I've been brewing green tea in the morning. And that little bladder issue, it's gone. It's gone, folks. It has gone far away, and I'm back to that glorious ability of mine to just tank up, put back bottles after bottles of water, and only when it seems like, oh, I ought to empty my bladder, you know, two, three, four times a day, something like that, do I have to take a pee. No more of that burning, Jesus Christ, I have to pee immediately sensation. So, if you're struggling with bladder symptoms, I recommend cutting back on the coffee. At the filling station, we do not offer restrooms to the public. In fact, we do not offer restrooms of any kind, because a serious traveler pees and even poops in a wide-mouthed jar. At the filling station, you're more than welcome to empty your pee jar on our dirt. At the filling station, we sell wide-mouthed jars of multiple varieties, like pickle jars, which are specially made for peeing on the road. At the filling station, there's no gum, just gas, and wide-mouthed jars. These are the things that bother me. These are the things that bother me. Here's something that bothers me, and maybe it shouldn't. The floss that you get for free from the dentist after you pay $100 to have your teeth cleaned, you get a small box of floss. And the problem with these little things of floss is that after the first one time that you use it, you're in fear of running out. 
Generally, they're in opaque containers, so you have no idea how much is left. And so you can never really trust it. You can use it the first time, and then after that point, you know you are run the serious risk of getting a too short strand of floss. If you've ever tried to floss with not enough floss, it is so frustrating because you can't get enough wrap around your fingers, and you try to get those back teeth, and maybe there's a little saliva that is moistening things up. And you can't get it in there. You can't get enough pop on it to get in between those molars. Oh, boy, is that frustrating. Who makes these stupid-ass little containers of floss? Well, the same companies that make the full-size containers of floss. But that means that there is an entire separate station that has to make the miniature uh, boxes, containers. They have to have lettering all prepared to say not for resale and five yard sample and then they put in a tiny little spool of floss how expensive is floss in the first place you can get it at the dollar store a hundred yards for one dollar of the good stuff the reach that waxed mint reach so I just pay $100 to get my teeth cleaned, and you're going to give me a five-yard piece of floss because you can't spend, what, another 50 cents to get a full-size box of floss? I think every dentist should give you a fucking six-month supply of floss. If you're spending $100 to have your teeth cleaned, you should get a case of floss and a case of toothpaste, not these little bullshit samples that you can only use once, and then after that, you basically have to throw them away because you don't want to run the risk of of running out of floss. You can't keep it in your car. It can't be like your car floss because you use it once, and after that, who knows? That could be it. You get about two uses out of it. These are the things that bother me. These are the things that bother me Maybe they shouldn't Maybe they shouldn't But these are the things These are the things that bother me Alright y'all, that's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please give a little support via 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 by visiting gaberobertsart.com forward slash support and there you'll find a link to view the podcast in iTunes and then you'll have to click another button that says view podcast in iTunes that'll open up the podcast in your iTunes browser it's really uh, it's there's got to be a better way to do this but as far as I know this is the only way there, you can click uh, to rate the podcast, anywhere from one to five stars, and you can also click to leave a review, and I would so appreciate that. Okay, uh, great, great, that's all. Um, I'm going to leave you with a song. This is uh, me singing Bob Dylan's Girl from North Country. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Much love. Namaste. Well, if you're traveling the North Country Fair, where the wind hit heavy on the 
borderline Remember me to one who lives there She once was a true love of mine Well if you go in the snowflake storm When the rivers freeze and summer ends Please see if she's wearing a coat so warm To keep her from the howling winds Please see for me if her hairs hang long If it rolls and flows all down her breast Please see for me if her hair hangs long Cause that's the way I remember her best I'm a-wondering if she remembers me at all Many times I often prayed In the darkness of my night In the brightness of my day So if you're traveling in the North Country Fair Where the winds hit heavy on the borderline Remember me to one who lives there She once was a true love of mine